Y'all ready to be history? It's started. Welcome. Hi. 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 Hello, everyone. To the Pro Audio Suite. These guys are professional. They're motivated. Thanks to Tribooth, the best vocal booth for home or on-the-road voice recording. And Austrian Audio, making passion heard. Introducing Robert Marshall from Source Elements and Someone Audio Post, Chicago. Darren Robert Robertson from Voodoo Radio Imaging, Sydney. Tech to the VO Stars. George the Tech Whitam from LA. And me, Andrew Peters, voiceover talent and home studio guy. And welcome to another Pro Audio Suite. Thanks to Tribooth. Don't forget the code TRIPAP200 to get $200 off your Tribooth. Also, Austrian Audio, making passion heard. And Passport VO, the collaboration between the Pro Audio Suite and Centrance with the new interface coming up later in the year. So, I feel better for that. <laughs> yes. What a lovely afternoon. Play that again, Robert. Meanwhile, back on the Pro Audio Suite. <laughs> We're having a lovely cup of tea in a scone. Jam, anybody? Cream. Oh, lovely. Lovely. Clotted. Only, only uh, what is it? Clotted. <laughs> clotted cream, of course. Clotted. If you're from the West Country, you would know what clotted cream is. And if you eat enough of it, your arteries will be clotted too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> <laughs> There's too many. I wanted this one. I wanted this one. Back to work. What were we talking about okay. this week? Your favorite toys? I think Robert's just answered the question. There we go. There's one down. <laughs> yep. So, we are talking about our favorite DAW, and I think we're in for a bit of a Reaper rave from George. Okay, so imagine if Pro Tools started with. What do you want your Pro Tools to look like? Mm-hmm. What would you like your hotkeys to be? How many uh, layers of tracks per, per track would you like to have? And what kind of automations would you like to configure for your Pro Tools? And then you did that on every single system and did them all different and unique for each producer. Can you imagine your life? I know, isn't Reaper powerful? Cool. Yeah. Can you imagine your life as an engineer support tech mm-hmm. supporting... All these different and unique, you know, configurations, colors of the rainbow Reaper yeah. systems. That's Reaper, and that's the hell that Reaper creates for for guys like me and people like us. So we we tried to teach Reaper to our folks, and we did do a two two two. We did a four hour class, really two two hour classes. And the takeaway from it was, and Stephen Gonzalez who taught it. Really knows Reaper, right? I mean, he knows Reaper, dude. Really, really knows it. He taught everybody how to make Reaper work the way that he likes to use Reaper for recording his audio for, you know, voiceover, e-learning and and other kinds of long-form projects and stuff. And and he's an engineer or is he a voice talent? Well, he's he's both, right? Mm. And this lies, Mm. this here, here lies the rub, right? There are a lot of us more technical-sided folks who are dabbling or slash even thriving as voiceover actors, right? Um, I would say they are absolutely the minority, at least in at least in my world. And that's where, because in my world, I'm working with the ones who don't know the technology because they literally, yeah. they're the ones that hire us, right? So I'm sure there are a lot of... Thank God for yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of technically adept or even extremely technical um, voice actors out there. I mean, like there's, um, 
there are definitely many, right? So what I've learned from watching the experience of others learning a new concept like using Reaper to replace what they are already using, which is really the context in which these folks are learning Reaper, right? They're not coming in to learn Reaper like this is your first recording studio, right? And it's like, like Reaper feels like you're getting a giant box of Legos and there's no picture on the box, right? Yes. That's Reaper, right? <laughs> so you're giving all these people a giant box of Legos and then over a phone call or maybe over a screen share, you're explaining to them how to assemble their Legos to look like this studio, right? That's Reaper. Even Pro Tools, which obviously to the actor can seem a little daunting with multi-track functionality, the non-destructive aspect of it, the needing to rearm a track and understanding slip and shuffle mode and on and on is absolutely more straightforward than learning Reaper. So what I, I kind of what I've taken away from it is I not that I don't think there's a way to teach Reaper in a way that makes sense to the actor or to the actor who's coming from Twisted Wave or Audacity or Audition. Because there's a lot of folks, especially coming from Audition, they're tired of sending <laughs> um, this little company that bought up all the technology, Adobe. <laughs> they bought you know, <laughs> Macromedia and all these other... They're tired of paying them for the use of the software after doing it for many years. And so they're looking at Reaper. But they come away from it going, well, how do I do this one thing, right? I used to be able to do X. And it's not that the answer is never there's no way to do it, right? The Reaper, the Reaper tech or the Reaper trainer will never say that's not possible, they will then explain to you or teach you or set it up on how to do it. It might take 20 or 30 minutes or go through many steps, but they will eventually be able to make it do what you need it to do, right? So I just feel like Reaper is designed for people who are like the hobby of recording, right? They like the technology of recording. They embrace it. They love learning new technical things. They love customizing things to work to their, you know, ability. Um, but I don't feel like it's a strong tool for the performer. Even more so, I would say, if you feel you, and you know who you are, if you're a very right-brained person, Reaper, I don't feel, is a good place to start. Or even maybe in a place, right place to go. Um, I think it's better to stick with the really simple tools. And again, I know they're destructive. Twisted Wave is destructive. Wave Lab is destructive. I know that. But I feel like these are better tools for the job. What do you guys think? Well, I, I was going to say. I think, I think everyone should use Sound Designer too. Why? <laughs> I don't know because it's the same. Well, somebody <laughs> said I missed Peak. Um, Bias no. Peak. If they're all mm. the, if Peak. Uh, Twisted Wave, Sound Designer 2, Wave Lab, they're all just waveform editor programs. Right. You know, I um and and that's fine. It's easier to understand because it's a little bit more like comparing tape text to Microsoft Word. Yes, yes. And the full, you know, the the full uh, you know, editing write your whole novel or just write a note. Right. And that's kind of the difference. I do disagree with the fact that um Reaper can literally do it all. Reaper will beat pretty much any price point. Reaper is also incredibly stable and 
very lightweight. When you look at how small Reaper is compared to Pro Tools, it's like a couple hundred megs compared to couple gigs. hundred. It's like there's it's a like lot of the really, install file. It's like twenty five megabytes for Reaper. Yeah, it's, it's nothing. And that just shows you how efficient and good it is. I mean, the only thing about Reaper is that because literally it does it all, to some people it's daunting. But I think what some people lack is the ability to shut out all the noise. It has a million menus. It has all kinds of stuff. And if you're like, hey, open Reaper. Click here and open template that I made for you. Click here to record ARM and click there to roll. And if you just do those things, it's gonna do it's gonna do everything you want it to Reaper do. Reaper will even you know? store the state of record arm. So when you open a new project, it will pre-arm the track for you, which is pretty cool, right? So if if it is designed and built and tuned for that use case and configured properly, and you have the right training to accompany that information. I think it could be a really good tool. And you don't touch anything well, else. Well, that's the thing, right? Now, <laughs> so with, with Pro Tools, right. because it's a keyboard shortcut, you know, oriented tool set, if you fat finger a keystroke, you will change the way Pro Tools runs. You'll launch a missile or something. <laughs> like the end button. Do you know how many times I hit yeah. the end button? <laughs> Bravo, I have, a, I have a way better one to fuck you up in Pro Tools. <laughs> Just hit I'm sure I've shift. Been Backslash. Shift backslash? Shift backslash. Is that the key oh, above God, the yeah. key? That, Is that the backslash key you're talking about? No, no, the, the, the key right next to the shift. I'm pretty sure it's the key oh, the right shift, next, to, yeah, the, next yeah. to the shift key. Yeah, I know right, the one right. you mean. That's the yeah, backslash. yeah. Yeah, the, the one you use on the web when you're doing www. What's that, dude? Does blah, it change the, the, change the keyboard focus? It separates. Okay, 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 you ready? It separates your playhead from your uh, kind of record oh, head. Oh, you know what? Yeah. People love that. Yeah. This is one of the things that Ugh. I the people that have been taught how to do that actually love that feature. Mm. It's not many people. Mm. It's it's terribly implemented compared to the way it should. So that is that that's a feature that comes from video editing. Mm -hmm. And really it comes from um like the Avid Media Composer and, and that style of editing is known as source destination editing. And works great for video and works great in general for post-production. And the problem with Pro Tools is that, you know, and it's funny, other programs almost have it. You look at, uh, what do you call it? The, the um, Adobe one. Audition? Um, Audition. Audition. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it has a file editor. Yeah, it's called Waveform. And I don't know mm -hmm. if you can. Mm -hmm. Right. And I don't know if you can, but can you like copy from the file editor and paste it? Yeah, yeah. You can yeah, that's the whole point. back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. okay, so that's kind of like a source destination editor mm -hmm. there. But Pro Tools doesn't have a file editor. So what you end up doing is having to, like, like the way I compare it with Pro Tools is it's the painter who has to mix his paints on the canvas that he's painting mm. on. Yeah. Because you don't get the palette. So you got to go pick someplace five hours down the timeline that's going to be your palette. That, that, that does fascinate source. me that Avid has not decided to create a waveform editor function when literally everybody else oh, has. Oh, they dumped it. And and they dumped it, right? They had Sound Designer oh, 2 that was their, back okay. in 1995. Right. And they got rid of it in favor of Audio Suite. Here's how you're going to edit your yeah. files with Audio Suite. So everything in Audio Suite is affecting the waveform. Yes. Right? But it's not destructive. Yeah. That, that, that's the whole point of right. it. It's, it's, it's the, it's the destructive. Well, it can be. And I use it destructively yeah. a yeah. lot. Do you? So 
Oh, yeah. Why do you do that? Any, anytime you don't want to, like, wait for a long-ass bounce and, and you just want to do something to a yeah, file. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It, yeah. Like, and you know that's what you want. Just, yeah. like, like bang it with well, an we, I, I, Somebody taught me years ago Shift-Command-K because we were so tired of waiting for bouncing. Exporting, right? so exporting audio files. We would, we would right. apply. Yeah, exactly. We were literally, I mean, at voice actors specifically, were literally using Pro Tools as a, non as a destructive waveform editor. Because we were doing everything directly to the file with Audio Suite, Shift Command K, and spitting out the file because we just refused to wait for a fucking real time bounce. It was just when they added offline bounce, I was able to go, okay, let me reteach you how to use Pro Tools the right way. I still use Shift Command K. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I use it. I, st yeah. I still I still use Shift Command K, and it's it's like constant. But that's sort of where that feature comes from. And I think we were first trying to think, think of ways to mess people up. But when you hit play and your cursor is not where you think it is and, and you're not fully using that feature, oh, that'll, that'll, really mess that'll with trip you up. Now, I was sure. thinking of another thing yeah. in Pro Tools that I think Randy Thomas showed me one time. She says, why can't I do this in Twisted Wave? And this was, I want to be able to play, listen, and edit behind the play cursor. So I want to be able to make selection while while you're recording, no, playing back, or while you're. So yeah, I want to yeah, play yeah. back. Oh, I I edit I edit all the time while it's recording. While, while it's, that's how uh, I edit the show. Oh, while it's playing back, right? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Be, in fact, I play this game where I'm playing something and I try to debreath it, like in real time. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, can we hear that back? And I'll hit play, and then I'll just try to start cutting breaths <laughs> before <laughs> it gets to them. Eventually, it catches up. To Only you. in slip mode, of course. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Of course. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's um, it's fascinating the, the different tools you can use in Pro Tools to be really, really fast when you're really, really good at it, you know. And that is definitely one of those those tools. And I've been asking actually Thomas for with Twisted Wave now that maybe now that it's subscription, he'll you know hopefully it, it he'll he'll have more a little more motivation to keep developing new features. But a long time ago, I said, hey, one thing that people really miss from Pro Tools is that ability, is to be able to detach the selection from the playhead. In Twisted Wave, if you're playing, if you make a selection, it will immediately jump to whatever you've selected, right? Yeah, so, that's annoying. Yeah. Yeah, that is just, that's the, just the, the way the it best works. One, the best one at this is Fairlight. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, talk about the best editor. That is Fairlight. Because what Fairlight does is, is your selection is exactly separate from the playhead. But Fairlight lacks like a bin to edit from. It lacks a source. So it's a bit like Pro Tools in that you kind of got to use your canvas as your palette. But what Fairlight does, which is amazing, is this. Imagine you have a word. The cat is red. All right? And you select the whole thing. The cat is red. And then before you copy, you go and you scrub and you put your cursor right on the ur of red. Okay? And so now you copy. Your cursor was at the URA red. And then you go over to your destination where you're going to cut it, and you go and you're replacing a thing that said the dog is blue and has a much different pacing, but you need red to be where red is and blue to be where blue is. And you put your cursor where blue on the destination is, and it will paste that clip relative to the red. It'll put blue because that's where you... Your cursor was. We have this in Twisted Wave, by the so, way. Yeah, and you can kind of do it on Pro you Tools, do. but it's a much longer way around. Oh, the fucking sync point bullshit? Mm. Yeah, the sync point. No, Pro yeah. Tools has a sync point. Command, comma. And, and the problem yeah, with yeah. Pro Tools is you have to paste it, you have to paste it, and then you have to move it to the sync point. There's no paste to sync. Head, there's no head paste, there's no tail. Sorry, there's only head mm. paste. There's no tail paste, there's no sync paste it, in Pro Tools. You can spot to the sync point. If you use spot mode, you can do it. That's the way I do it. 
you can wow. spot to the sync point, but you can't paste. You can't paste a sync point. Yeah, but you, what I do is I cut and then I hit I, using spot and then right. when, and then I paste using yeah. yeah when you paste and then you open the edit back up yeah yeah it's yeah it's a longer way around much longer way around seven clicks it. yeah yeah that's right yeah, yeah what they do in exactly. uh, actually Twister Wave and and the Waveform editor in Audition both have something called special paste or mix paste and and so it does a similar thing you can select yeah. any length of audio then you can choose any length of paste point. And it will change the length of that selection to match the length of the. No, Pro Tools will do that. Yeah, Pro Tools will do that. Like like paste to fill and okay, things like okay. that. This is different then. Got it. Yeah, I'm talking about like pasting something, and putting the oh, the, the exact moment the, like, the, where the play cursor was. Yeah, yeah, pasting it relative to where the pa- play see. cursor was. Everything else just pastes Got relative it. to the beginning of wow, the selection. Wow, that's pretty clever, actually. So that's one reason why, like, Buzzies and stuff loved using Fairlights because they were really fast on it. If you're editing dialogue, the Fairlight was the sharpest knife. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That was the only studio. I mean, I have been a lot. Of, I have not been into a lot of studios, but I remember the only studio I'd ever been in with Fairlight actively being used was Buzzies in... Um, there, there's a few, but they all tended to be like, you know, it's funny, like NFL films, I think, might still use Fairlight. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But there's a there's a few holdouts. But a lot of them were very much in like well, the Well, isn't Fairlight now editing. free because it's just built into uh, DaVinci Resolve? It is. It is. Oh, but, is it really? Yeah. But you, mm. you, would find, you would find Reaper easier to deal with than Fairlight when it comes to its busing mm. structure. But that said, like Fairlight just came out with a clarity of their own. Like, like they have like a clarity plugin built into Fairlight. Yeah. Now. I mean, but if you don't need the complex yeah. busing, blah blah blah, would Fairlight be easy to learn to edit on? Well, I I had to learn, and we're talking a few years ago now. When I went to mm-hmm. um, a post production house here many years ago called um, Take Two, I went as senior sound designer. Um, they had uh, a Fairlight and they were running it through the Prodigy surround console. Um, and I'd, I'd come from Pro Tools and then I'd been at George Pat's and we had DSP. And the Prodigy was the Amic, right? Yeah. And we yeah. had DSP. Oh, oh, had, oh those, those, three screen, those three screen DSP systems? Yeah, we had those. We like had that the, at George Pat's, the advertising agency I'd yeah. been at before I went to Take Two. So I'd never sat behind a Fairlight. And, but, and we're talking a while ago now, so I can't speak for the current version. But I, I picked it up reasonably quickly. I didn't. I didn't find it difficult. It was just remembering keystrokes and, you know, finding your way around the, the sort of layout. I guess more fairly, than anything. I mean, I, I'm sure it's like anything else. Like, like once you get to know it, it's, um, you know, it it's great. I I'm not I'm not familiar with its busing structure, and it feels a little bit caged. Is it in. worth get? I guess that's my point. Is it is it worth getting to know it? It's my point. Like you know, I'm just thinking. Like you know, we're used to Twisted Wave. It's so I think easy. Da Vinci is a bulky application for a voice actor. Are we talking? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say if we're talking voice actors, I, I keep it simple. I mean, I, I guess my question to you, George, to take a few steps back, was going to be because. Um, you know, I, I, I'll be honest, I, I don't stray much from Pro Tools and, and Audition, the two, my two main doors. For a voice actor, is there a difficulty in just sticking to the two-track editor in Audition? Is there, or is it just a cost thing? What's the, what's the deal with that? Because if I was a voice actor, that would be what I'd be using. I'd just use that. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not just use Audacity? If, if, if what you're looking for is simple, cheap, two-track editing, maybe sort of pseudo-multi-track, 
you know, Audacity does it. Audacity is well. fine. I mean, just and, I I like yeah. software that has support. You know, I like having mm. a guy yeah, or yeah. a team They're, to talk to, and you know, it's, it's and that's why I can do almost everything in Twisted Wave. I can do with Audacity. I can't do everything in Twisted Wave that I can do in Audacity. Right? I mean, Audacity has the macro function in Audacity is like a. a if they made it love child of batch processing and stacking, right? To a macro, I can add normalize. I can't add normalize to a batch, right? I can't add normalize to a rack. You can't use it. I'm, I'm sure Audacity has a thousand holes in it because it's like the open source Kumbaya. Right. But it's getting better like, all the time. Soup with no right? taste. Because I, I have to support it. So I, and I, I try to stay on top of it. Yeah. And it's getting better and better and better and better. Um, but it's still like you open certain plugins and you're going, whoever came up with this idea of how a compressor should work has never really used one before. <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. what the hell are these controls? Why is there a gate setting yeah. in my compressor? What yeah. the heck is that for? Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> how does um, auditions automation stack up against some other doors, George? Because that's really intuitive. You can basically tell it to start recording an automation, go and do everything you want to do and then tell it to stop and then add it to a hotkey. That, that you can't could, do everything, but you can do a lot. You can do a lot. That, and that's my question is how does it compare to some of the other ones? Reaper is actually probably going to take the cake yeah. here because Reaper is fully scriptable. Fully scriptable. Not right. that it's easy. And fully like like this is something that pro tools just added and that makes reaper like really powerful and the other thing that reaper has and i don't know if it's part of it but there's these other companies like um sws extensions and they make whole worlds of stuff that um like reaper has a number of capabilities that other workstations kind of don't in a way like one of the things that that sws could do is re was snapshot the mixer and change the number of channels and even all kinds of stuff. It was almost like opening a different session within the session. And then we all know like Reaper can record straight from a track right onto itself, which you can't do in Pro Tools. You can't do pretty much in anything. And Audition's horrible because Audition can't even record itself. It can only waterfall out the, the, it's just like top to bottom. There's no going back up to the top within itself. So, so auditions incredibly limited. It is limited. In, that sense. in certain ways, it's very nice that it would have like the fil- the favorites thing is nice. It's very it's it's like it never got its like nineteen ninety five. No, it never. Off. And I have to yeah. say about Adobe Audition, I hope you guys are listening over there at Adobe. What happened to Duran Gleaves? and what happened to the team at Adobe Audition that cared about Adobe Audition? I don't know if there's anybody left over there that cares about Adobe Audition. Yeah. They, they've stopped updating it. All they do is they do an annual refresh just to say there's a new version. Cause and they, they make it to. look prettier. Yeah, that's about but it. No, not really. I mean, I've been teaching it for three years and it hasn't changed one iota. The, right? the last feature I saw was, was, was where they provided like a really nice ducking feature. Mm-hmm. And I think Cool Edit did not have the spectral view in Audition put in the right. spectral view. But the, 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 the spectral but, view in Audition is I very, mean, very good. Um, the the other thing that Audition yeah. can do that's a very powerful tool for really many people in audio, for voiceover especially, or anybody mastering for podcast, video, YouTube, whatever, is loudness mat, or match mm-hmm. loudness. Yep. And that's a really, really yeah, useful cool. tool. Yeah. But these are all things that, like, like what you're buying there for 35 bucks is, is like you're getting a lot of some features that you would have to pay third party for through something like Isotope. Pro Tools. They try to pack a lot yeah. into there. 
Um, and it's not necessarily the best implementation of right. it. But it's in there but, already. So, you know, value, it's, it's in there and you're like, shit, I'll just yeah. use this because I yeah. got it now. Yeah. It's not that audition is not powerful, but I do think that I fail to see how audition is any more or less complex than Reaper in terms of if you don't know what you're looking at, they both look infinitely daunting. And so I don't see how, like, there's plenty of things in audition not to click on and oh, don't yeah. do that and you're going to mess yourself up. So how is it any different than Reaper? Well, at least in audition, I can go in there and quickly make them a workspace that has exactly what they need to see and nothing else. Yeah. Like, I can do that. You can remove items from the menus, or what do you um, mean? No, but th what you visually see on screen is completely a customizable, template. and you can store the whole workspace. I, I, I would be surprised if you, you like, you can, you can remove things from the screens, and you can simplify Reaper. I'm sure I can. I just don't I'll know bet, how yet. I'll bet you. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't, it does, I yeah. just, I haven't gotten over the learning curve, even though I sat and watched a four-hour class. I still don't feel confident I could sit down and do that. I keep on finding just like new stuff in Reaper. Like Reaper will edit video. Yes, Did oh, you yeah, know? yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and it kind of like it kind of does surround, but it's really not well implemented. Like there's certain things that Reaper yeah. does. Did you know that Twisted Wave can edit video? Yes, I remember you uh, like that came up. Yeah. Yep. But Twisted Wave editing video is a little bit more like QuickTime. Correct. QuickTime could but edit more, video. but more useful. Like it's, you can. You can go yeah, through well, and you jump can actually cut the see hell what out of doing. the video and just trim it down. Yeah, exactly. You know what the tool is right now? That right. honestly is what I feel like I need to start teaching people if they're willing to pay for the fee is Descript. Have you guys spent any time really using and learning Descript yet? No. So Descript lets you load the file in. Like, like first of all, Descript is all online, so it's no. nothing but subscription. Well, it's not. It is subscription, but really? no, it's an app. It's like storage-based or time-based or something, it's, isn't it? It's transcription-based. Time? It's it's their primary thing. Basically, Descript is scot free until you turn on description. I'm I'm transcription. It's you can use Descript for free as long as you want. If you want the transcription feature, that's when you start paying for it. And then you can edit using text. Correct. Yeah, and it does it very very well. And if you guys can go look, you can you can hate on my videos or you can tell me you like them, but watch the last three or four <laughs> YouTubes I've done. <laughs> All of them were cut in Descript. All of them produced in Descript, 100%. No, it's, ah. it's an incredibly useful feature. And the fact that I can shoot a product review that would take me two to four hours of production and post-production time, right? I can do that now in an hour. I can make a 10-minute YouTube, tightly edited, very tightly cut video. Can you... Can you not even edit it? Can you just give it to ChatGTP to edit? Maybe someday. Well, <laughs> I well, I, well, yeah, probably. well, that's a good point. I could take I the transcript, load it into ChatGTP, say do a say do a, remove all ums. do a short version, make a yeah. four hundred word version of this video. Take that, put it back into the editor. Boom, re-edited by ChatGPT. I haven't tried that yet, but. Yeah, but but you'd have to tell ChatGTP to do a four hundred word version of it without. Using any words that were not originally pasted in there. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it would not. It would it would be a goofy experiment, but I, I don't. I have not yeah. done this. No, but yet. what I do on it all the time is I say shorten all word gaps that are longer than 0.3 seconds. Boom. Yeah, so ChatGTP is not going to do that for you, but 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 you can get a lot of the, like, just the, the tediousness, tediousness of editing, of editing down, especially if you just leave your camera rolling, you know, yeah. like, 
if you're self-producing a video of, of a product review, you're fumbling around, you're putting this thing in, you're doing this step, you're, you're putting all this crap together. The first thing I would normally do is watch the whole video, log all the shots, right? Find all the deads, remove all the things, da-da-da. This thing I just go, yeah, just shorten all the gaps in the speech by, you know, that are longer than 0.3 seconds. But, but <laughs> it just but, does it. Okay, so you're, you're suggesting Descript as a, as a recorder as well? Oh, or, I'm doing or, everything or, or you're just saying that because of its editing I'm literally function. doing everything right. in Descript, shooting everything. I'm... I use my iPhone and I use Cam Camo, which turns my phone into a, a webcam, and it shoots uh, directly uh, webcam, into yeah. Descript. When I'm done, it's all in there. It's in there, baby. Audio is tracking separately, and then I have to sync them up together later, which is, you know, they're not in perfect sync, so I have to do that. But um, it's pretty freaking slick. Um, but they're not in sync now because of Descript, because of Camo. It's because of Camo, because it's over Wi-Fi. I'm using it yeah, over Wi-Fi. Because you're over so Wi-Fi, a little, yeah. about a third second, like, lag. But, um, yeah, but you don't even need to do video at all. You, just, you can just use Descript as an audio editor. I mean, it's uh, right. But, but, but so what? But what were we solving before? It's like, hey, voiceover person, use Reaper. No, Reaper's too What we're too solving complex. is when people have um, a fucking conniption when they see a waveform. On screen. Exactly. <laughs> and as the only person who, who's not technical in this discussion, which right. <laughs> I've been the listener, um, you know, I, Reaper, nah. Pro Tools, nah. You know, Twisted Wave, yep. Wave Lab, mm. yep. Mm. Simple, simple. I mean, I can get myself in trouble on Wave Lab as well. I don't have too much of an issue with Twisted Wave. That seems to be pretty intuitive. Um, but yeah, I, I would not go into multi-track at all. Leave that for the engineers. Well, you have no need to. I don't find I don't no. find twisted wave editing to be a very fine-tooth comb when it comes to if you're trying to like edit a word in that somebody didn't say and make it sound natural. The fact that once you paste it in there, you can't slip and open up the tails or the heads. You can of your do it edit. one time. You can make a single edit. You can trim the boundary of that edit, but once you move to your next edit, the trim boundaries are gone. You have, locked. And, th and that, I think, is a feature, not a bug, for an actor. You have to make a freaking decision and move on. Actors that are thinking about non-destructive, they're like, well, I, what if I want to go back? I'm like, no, no, you're not paid to engineer. <laughs> you're, you're not paid yeah, for exactly. that. That's you right. have to make a decision and move the hell on. You can't sit there and agonize over three different layers, three different, um, what do they call them, lanes and replays. Lanes. <laughs> you can't agonize over these three different lanes of takes that you just did and comp together an audiobook. You can't do that. <laughs> you have to just move on. So that's where I feel like that, that extra power and function, while it's very useful, but 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 it's it's, if, if it's like, ooh, it's a tough one and you're not sure and then you're like, I can't move on with the rest of my work until I fix this edit. Ah, I just have to go with this. And then later when you're like, oh, shit, I really made a bad one there. Now you're re-recording that section probably because yeah, you but can't. You know what? For actors, they can re-record it faster than they can re-edit it. Correct. Yeah. Because yeah. They're, they're better at acting. And I tell people all the time, actors, are you better at editor or are you a better actor? <laughs> you're going to say, well, I'm a better actor. I'm like, would it be better for you to just re-record that line than it is for you to piece it together from five different takes and comp it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, so. Yeah, so re-record. You know, that's your answer. Yeah. It's like re-record. You know, that's yeah. that really what it comes down to. If you are the actor, you have the luxury of re-recording. If you're the producer engineer, you do not. 
well, now there's ways yeah. to do it. But, well, sometimes sometimes the creatives get hung up on a take. Oh, yeah. The creatives, yeah. meaning the, the, the producers at the... The, the writers, writers yeah. the directors, mm. yeah. But if if that if people are listening in and they're hung up on a take, then you give them everything they need and let the engineer do it. If if like if I'm working on my own, this is more about like audio books yeah. where there's just so much of it. There's no way that anybody's like fine tooth combing. No, all if of they it. are, yeah. then shan- then then I'm then I'm really sad for you as an actor if you have to deal with. Yeah, it. yeah like exactly. I, I work with yeah. voice actors all the time who do audiobook narration, and I'm like, how long is it taking you to finish that chapter? You know, we talk about ratio all the time. What's your ratio? Um, uh, it takes me about eight hours per finished hour. I'm like that's wow, too long, dude. It's way too it long. It's crazy. <laughs> if you're doing, if you're putting eight hours in, man, you you just need to. Well, and and the problem is, is I think a lot of those folks are not people that started as an audiobook narrator. They started as a voiceover actor, and and the goal of pumping out a perfect thirty second commercial. And a thirty-hour audiobook is extremely different. An audiobook is much more like a live performance. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. And and you have to be able to lay it out. Like, I mean, that is the same thing as the band that has to overdub everything, or the band that just like plays it and like you're like shit. Like, yeah. the monitor. I know we've mm-hmm. digressed to so many co- topics, but it re- this is that leads me to the whole: don't sound, don't make your finished product sound so perfect that you sound like an AI. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Right? Keep the humanness yeah. in there. Keep yeah. the fact that, yeah, sometimes there is a mouth noise or sometimes there is a little weird little thing in there. That's okay because keep in mind, the listener is going to hear that and not even register it unless it makes what you just said unintelligible, like you had a marble in your mouth. Unless it's completely unintelligible, yeah, then they're going mean, to hear what you said with the flaw and they're going to move on. Like all the time, people all the time send me an audio clip and they a say- A lot depends on what the genre is. They'll say, say, listen to this file. And I go, okay. And they're like, didn't you hear all the mistakes? Or didn't you hear all the noises or the glitches, whatever, right? And I'm like, um, no. Can you give me a, an example? And they'll say, well, at 30.2 seconds, they, I made this, there was this noise. And I'm like, Okay. Select it, zoom in, listen to it closer, play it. Okay. Oh yeah. No, I, I do I do hear what you're talking about. You're gonna have to let that go. <laughs> you're gonna have to move on, man. And that's what's really hard for some actors about when they self-produce. They have to It's be able difficult to because you you do, you get buried in the minutive. Yeah. Like if you don't I mean, look, I, I have to hurt it myself as well. I do some long-form thing and I sure. go through it all and then you have to go back to make sure, you know, make sure you pick up all no the mistakes you made. No mistakes, right, yeah. Yeah, and then go back in and record that sentence or the, pick, pick up those up. lines again and yeah. drop it in. Um, but if you get caught up with every tiny little noise or something between words where... Did you, you hear my hear, nose did that little thing there yeah, or that glottal pop thing or that... I'm like, yeah. it's... Oh, it's and okay. the pen, I, I, I knocked, I knocked the, you know, music stand or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, Which is so in the it, distance, you're not going to hear it anyway. At, at the same time, it's like don't don't sound like like the swamp and and just like let every mouth click through because it can be pretty bad if you sound like really nasty. But but I, I agree. It's like I, I I think especially with the books on tape crowd, um, and I'm surprised at how many. It depends on where you're coming from. If you're a musician, this is like second nature. But the ability to read literally along with yourself and then you can just punch anywhere at some point because you're like on the same track, literally. And punch right over a consonant, no one will ever, ever know. Don't punch over a vowel, 
So just like, oh, I messed up somewhere over there. Roll back, start reading along with yourself. And on the next, like, you said the word tram. No, words, it's trim. Tra- okay, correct. You, so you punch in on the T and you can nail yeah. it, punch in. That takes practice, but it's practice. It's learnable, and 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 you can set you can set the auto punch. But the thing is, not to come in and be like, listen to and listen to Tran. You have to read everything along before it. Yep, you and do. you're basically self editing, and then it makes it a lot easier. I used to love doing that actually. Yeah, when when I used to go to sessions and they go, can you we'll pick up? Can you just read in, and I'd try desperately to make it phase. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, so you were you speaking. Succeeded. You had matched your prior take so yeah, closely yeah, to that the it point where it was like phasing. A, the pitch, just a double, the, the chorus, pitch, the pacing, not even a chorus, like yeah. a phasing sound. Yeah. It starts to sound like Pink yeah. Floyd, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's yeah. a good point. It's, it's very cool when you do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No one can do that anymore. That is a like uh, when you were recording to tape, that was what you needed yeah. to do. And like now it's like, I mean, I'll, I'll record all kinds of stuff like music and um, especially I'll just say it like a lot of rap mm-hmm. stuff you hear in rap now, jump edits where like, there's no way someone did that. There should have been a breath there. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. An impossible. You can't do yeah. it. Okay. And it's like, where That's does this come from? This now. comes from not punching in proper. No, it's an aesthetic. It's just like auto-tune yeah, is an aesthetic yes, yeah. of abuse of the, okay, this is an artifact of not knowing how to punch mm, in. Yeah. And someone eventually having to deal mm-hmm. with it. But it's like and it's like, like video, video editing with all the crash edits. It's now yeah. with YouTube, it's, everyone it's a, accepts it's it. It's like, crash edit. Why, why yeah. would you do exactly. it? I see crash edits and go, oh, my God. If I had done a crash edit when I was working in television, I'd be fired. I, I agree with you, right? So I sat down with my dad when I was back east a couple of weeks ago, and I said, hey, watch this video I edited. It, you know, it's, 100, it's like 170 crash edits, right? Because yeah. what I told the script, hey, will you remove all the, all the gaps, you know? Make every edit 0.2 seconds, right? And yep. then it shells, it says, okay, I'm going to remove 100, I'm going to do 100 and whatever, it counts the number of edits. It says, okay, I'm going to, here you go, all right, here you go. And then when you, it does it like instantly, and then you have a million little slashes, right, where it edited. And I have to, you know, they're not all perfect, right? So I clean it up a little bit, right? And then I make the video, and I have my dad watch it. My dad is, my dad, he's 25 years older than me, right? I'm thinking he's yep. going to watch this video and be irritated, with the crash edits, the jump cuts, whatever you want to call it. I thought he was going to be like, Dad, George, this is annoying. This is really frustrating <laughs> to listen to or watch, right? Near the end of the video, I said, Dad. Yeah, I had to listen to you for 25, 40 years, <laughs> yeah. and I have to listen to you some more. Yeah, right. I get to the end of the video, I'm like, Dad, what did you think of that? Did you see all the edits? I edited the heck out. You know, it's got a million little edits. He's like, oh, I, I didn't even notice. Isn't it funny? Yeah. So, yeah, but we, you'd always have the... The cut of the um, what used to call them noddy shots and or whatever or pickups, so you'd always have a like second or third reel that you could use for cutting. So when you're doing an edit like that, you could do a drop in to cover up the the edit. Does Twisted Wave have slip? Can you t- can you cut the breath out and leave the time? They do a thing called a special Ugh, paste, and I paste. paste over room tone where yeah. I want to get rid of. Them. Yeah, that's what I do. It's when fast. I, do an edit. I mean, you know, Same I do thing. it it's quick, but still, yeah, yeah, that's how we do it. Yeah. And we silence. I don't recommend silencing, but you can just silence. Select an S will silence or mute anything. Actually, you, you can do another it's, thing. It, where is, you, it is like, I mean, it's like a very dull knife is what it is. It's but a yeah. dull, you can do like a, you, you can do a fade. You can 
that sometimes yeah. that works if, if you want it's to do it quickly. It's like brutal, brutal moves. It's brutal moves, yeah. but it's brutally quick. Like it's it's like um, when, especially because of the the uh, zero crossing. You know, you turn on auto extend yeah, zero it crossing. Only edits on the zero edits crossings. are just always yeah. dead accurate. I mean, they're not they okay. They're they're not dead accurate. It's like the guy that makes a good sculpture with a chainsaw and a block of ice. Yes. Or the guy at the pier <laughs> who can who can make an, a, a painting of you know the uh, the cosmos with a paper plate and a spray can With spray you know? cans and shit. Like, yeah, what the yeah, hell yeah. did i just totally. watch um yeah that's yeah. what twist yeah. yeah. actually do you know do you know what i was do you know what i was watching just just so you, uh, do you remember like star wars and and like the scene where han solo flies mm-hmm. through a, an asteroid mm-hmm. field and they're talking about the different styles of these guys at ilm and one guy's like perfect you just everything it's like he makes the meteor that is 50 miles away have craters yeah, and stuff too much detail, yeah. and the other guy's like yeah, and the other guy's like, yeah, um, there might be some potatoes in that asteroid field. Yes. And then they slow it down, and there's just potatoes yeah. <laughs> in the asteroid field. <laughs> Great. You, it's what it's works. What each, and each guy you has know, his like, place, right? One guy knows how to get the job right. done for that budget, and the other guy knows how to be the perfectionist. One guy feels better about designing the details right. on it, and the other guy feels better about just, like, having that Hollywood, you know, like— you walk behind the building okay. and it's just like being held up. So by now, two now I'm going to say that Twisted Wave is the space potato, the, the 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 Star Wars space potatoes of editors. Yeah, yeah. I like I like the uh, chainsaw and block okay, of ice. It good. is definitely effective, but it's it's like I don't know. But then there's there is one guy you missed. You missed one guy. There's the one guy who can make a meal out of an asteroid field. Who's that? <laughs> the guy who makes who's the that? potatoes. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes. Right. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what were we talking about again? Exactly. It started as my no, use, don't use Reaper ramp. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, right, right. So don't pay the Reaper, pay the Twisted Wave. Well, that was fun. Is it over? The Pro Audio Suite, with thanks to Tribooth and Austrian Audio, recorded using Source Connect, edited by Andrew Peters, and mixed by Voodoo Radio Imaging, with tech support from George the Tech Whitam. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and join in the conversation on our Facebook group. To leave a comment, suggest a topic, or just say good day, drop us a note at our website, theproaudiosuite.com.